Today on our Let's Talk series, I have several titles, but I'll just give you this one. The Words of Power. Can you say that with me? Words of Power. Someone said, and I, I did a little take on it this morning. Matter of fact, it was Kenneth Hagin that said it, but I changed some of his, his, his verbiage here. And this is what I want to say. The words we speak will imprison us or set us free. Let me say that again. The words we speak will either imprison us or set us free. The words we speak is the result of our believing. Now, I want to say that so you catch it. The words we speak is the result of our believing. Whatever we believe is what we're going to speak. You'll hear it when, they, when people talk, when they, in their casual conversations, you'll know what they believe because they've set the standard by their thinking. The words we speak is the result of our believing, <clears throat> and our believing is the result of our right or wrong thinking. That's so powerful. And our believing is the result of our right or wrong thinking. We're talking about words of power. And words can either be negative or they can be positive. They can be life-giving or they can bring forth death. It's all about the power in the word. And I want to talk about a positive aspect because, you know, I could go out today in the traffic and walk right out here and start stopping people from speeding or attempting to stop people from speeding. I can hold my hand up and wave, and I can say, halt, stop, whatever. And I'll promise you, the people probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't even listen to me. They may even run over me. They probably wouldn't even think about stopping. Hmm, makes me think. I had the word, I spoke it, but nobody halted. Nobody did what I asked him to do. So I could go out and say, stop, 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 and pro I'll promise you, no one would probably listen to me. Why? I mean, a police officer can do the same thing. He can go out there and say it and wave his hand. And I'll promise you, unless they want a ticket or unless they want to be incarcerated, they're going to do what he says. Am I right? When my mother or father would speak to me, I started thinking about words today. When they'd speak to me, there was no hesitation in my response. Why? Why would this things be like this? Because words, hear this, because the words used must have, the words we use must have recognized authority. That's a new word for you. Recognize authority. You can have authority and it not be recognized and it means nothing. So in other words, you could be a great authority, but if nobody recognizes it, you're going to go on with your life just as it always has been. But Words must have a recognized authority before anyone will respond. <clears throat> that, is a, that, that goes for your own pets at home. They may not respond to my words, but if you speak it, you're their authority. It's recognized authority, and things begin to happen. You see, why is it so important about recognized authority? And, and I'm going to say this. There are people that I'll call on to speak a word over me. You know why? Because they have a, an ability. They have recognized authority in the spirit world. It's not just everybody that says a prayer. I'm talking about people that are, have relationship, a deep relationship with Jesus Christ. Recognized authority. God's word bears recognizable authority. 
Watch this. Acts, the 19th chapter, verse 11. I'm going to read a few verses for you today. And God wrought special miracles by the hand of Paul. So that from his body, whose body? Paul. From his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons. From his body, he had them on him or he ministered with them. So from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons and the diseases and the diseases departed from them. The diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out of them. Isn't that powerful? Why? Paul had a recognizable authority. His words were heard not only in this realm, but in the spirit realm. Now watch this, verse 13, to show you the important importance of recognizable authority. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, Jews that were traveling around doing certain things, they were exorcists. They're going to go out and they're going to exorcise certain people that have evil spirits. They took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits. And they said, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. Now watch. Now, come out, evil spirit. We come to you in the name of Jesus who Paul preaches. Jesus had authority and Paul had authority and it was recognizable. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew, a chief priest. He was a chief priest. These were his sons. Which did so. They were going to do the same thing. And the evil spirit answered and said to them, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? And I used to say in my sermons, Jesus we know and Paul we know, but who in hell are you? Because if you're not recognized in hell, hell's not going to move. You have to have a recognizable authority. You see, they could say the words. But they were not connected to the source. They could speak of his goodness. They could speak of his power. They could speak of, the, uh, of, of his creative ability. But unless they had recognizable authority in the word of God, nothing was going to happen. Look what happened. Uh, if you read on in that scripture, I didn't put it in my notes. But the scripture says, we don't know who you are. And when they did that, they came out, the evil spirit moved on by that, that demon-possessed man. He totally stripped them naked. He beat them up, stripped them naked. They had a word, but they didn't have recognizable authority. There are people that I listen to that minister the gospel, and they don't have a recognizable authority because they truly do not have the heart of Christ, the heart of Jesus, the heart of the word of God. And when they, listen, I've seen people that are not even that intelligent, but they were had recognizable authority and God listened to them. God listened to them. Boy, I could take that in a whole nother direction because you see today, you need that recognizable authority in your life. You need a word from God to change all the things that have been happening in your life. I want you to look at the words of Jesus. There was a certain day that he was traveling with his disciples in Mark 11 and they were near Bethany and he was hungry and he saw a fig tree afar off and he was happy. He might find some fruit on it. He found nothing but leaves. For the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, 
No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. His disciples heard him speak. Jesus had recognizable authority and they didn't recognize how much authority he really did have. I want you to notice the disciples heard what he said, but they did not see immediate results. Are you catching this? Some of you that have had a word in your life, a, a word of power, you may not see it immediately, but if the word has recognizable authority, something is happening in the spirit world. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean that something, something is not happening on your behalf. When Jesus speaks, he speaks with recognizable authority. It's recognized in heaven and in earth and even in hell itself. They know the word of Jesus Christ. I imagine his disciples thought something like we would think. Well, I guess, like you would say of your pastor, well, I guess he missed it this time. I guess he missed this one. Why? Why did they say that, Pastor Kenny? Because they didn't see it immediately. We have a society that wants things now. We want it immediately. We want our hamburger now. We want our food now. We want our puddings now. And some of the best food you'll ever, you'll ever put in your mouth is food that's taken time to prepare. But we live in a society where we want things now because we're passionate about we want things in the immediate. We don't realize what we're doing because God doesn't work on our timetable. God doesn't work with our, our thoughts like that. You see, a lot of people have to see things before they believe. But the word teaches me to have faith before I can see anything. That's real faith. But I can't see it. I just, I just don't know. I just don't know what's going to happen here. I know what's going to happen. If the word of God has come forth, it's going to be exactly the way he said it. If you look at Mark 11 again, after they walk back, and in the morning, they walk back by the fig tree, dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remember it, saith unto him, Master, Jesus, behold the fig tree, look, 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 upon, um, upon which you cursed, it's withered away. Jesus was not surprised. Let me say that again. Jesus was not surprised. If you have a doctor's statement saying you're, you're sick, and we had one. Matter of fact, I heard a testimony just this week where a man, they, they were inspecting his body for cancer and for infections. And I got the testimony last night that the doctor found no infection and found no cancer, cancer in his body. Am I right, gentlemen? And so here I am. I'm listening. What the world says and what doctors say is I'm, I'm sure it has its place. But what I'm going to listen to is the still small voice of Jesus Christ. I'm going to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying, and I'm going to walk, and I'm going to walk in faith and not sight. Before I get the results, I'm going to I'm going to believe that I have it already. You see, Jesus wasn't surprised that the tree was dead because he knew the tree was dead when he spoke the words. Even though they didn't see it, he knew the tree was dead before he spoke the word. Why? Because Jesus declared it. Jesus declared it. He says of himself in John 6, 63, he says, it is the spirit that quickens. It's all about the spirit. Having recognizable authority in the spirit. The flesh profiteth nothing. Your flesh words mean nothing. 
It may affect you, but it will not affect God. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak, now he says it. The words that I speak are spirit and they are life. It has ability to transform things. The, the, a creative ability to create those things that we think are impossible. How could Jesus do such things? How is it? He said in John 14, 10, believe thou not that I am in the Father. You understand where he got the words of power, the recognizable authority. You know why churches fall apart? Because they never recognize their leadership, recognizable authority. I've had people that listen to me for years and then all of a sudden they're, they're gone. What happened? They no longer recognize the authority God has given me. And that's wrong. That is so wrong. We get blinded. Blinded by the light of the carnal mind. Jesus says, believe thou not that I am in the Father, the Father in me, the words that I speak to you. Words of power. And that's what I want to convey to you today, that there's words of power coming out for you right now. The words that I speak, I speak not of myself, but of the Father that dwells in me. He does the work. So when Jesus spoke, things began to happen because his words had recognizable or great authority. Even his opponents, people that were against him, said of this man, Jesus, no man ever spoke like him. No man. It was unusual. Why? Because he spoke with such power, such authority. He commanded respect. That was Jesus. Matter of fact, the winds, and the, the winds and the waves obeyed him. He spoke, peace be still, and the storm stopped. His words went beyond death, death's darkness, and brought back to life Lazarus. His words, and notice he said, Lazarus, come forth. If he'd have said, come forth, everybody in the graveyard would have come forth. He was very specific with his recognizable authority. Lazarus, come forth. So his words went beyond death. That's how powerful it is. And in the book of Jonah, God speaks to a fish. And the prophet of God is in, from what we hear, he's in the belly of the fish. But when God speaks, the fish could not stay in the depths of the sea any longer. He had to bring Jonah back up to the land. God commanded birds through his word to do his work. This is all important stuff. In 1 Kings 17, verse 4, you're going to find the prophet Elijah at the book Cher Brook Cherith. And God says there, my word's going to go forth. You're going to be, you're going to get water from the brook. And he commanded the ravens to feed him there. The birds, the ravens, the birds had recognizable authority. They understood his authority. The ravens heard the word of God and brought meat and bread to the man of God morning and evening. Now I'm going to say this. Just try to go out on your back porch this morning. Go out there and say, command the birds to feed you. You're going to be out there for a long time. You know why? Because nothing will happen because you do not have authority at that level. But even all of creation recognizes the authority of the commander in chief. They understand the power that God has given them. They understand, listen, Dogs, cats, birds, 
all sorts of animals. The lions, Daniel was in the lion's den. The lions would not eat him. Why? There was recognizable authority in the prison cell, in that lion's den. The reason we don't move that way, we do not have relationship with Jesus at that level. So we do not have recognizable authority. We've got an authority, but not recognizable authority in heaven and in earth. They said of this man, Jesus, no man ever spoke like the son of God. Nobody spoke like him. When he spoke, the blinded eyes were open. Deaf ears were unstopped. Crippled were healed. The terminally sick were healed at his word. Words of power. Recognizable authority. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. The words of Jesus today is like no other for it carries with it creativity and a restorative ability. Creative and restorative ability. So no matter where you are today, no matter what you're going through, the word of God that's coming forth today from this man, I'm saying you will rise. You will be successful. You will be prosperous. You say, wait a minute, Bishop, you better tell me I need to be saved. Listen, that's my stance. You must be born again. You have to know Jesus Christ. You'll have no recognizable authority unless you know him and have a personal relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But when you have that relationship, sometimes we forget that we're living beneath our privileges and God will, yes, heal you. God, yes, will deliver you. God will send his word and heal you. Yes, he will. And it's recognizable authority. The words of Jesus is like no other. Again, let me say, because it carries with it creativity, a creative ability, and a restorative ability. So whatever's going on, God can change things. Say that back to me. God can change things. You understand, no matter what the flesh is saying or what the flesh does, it has no real power. Jesus made it clear. The flesh has no real power. What? What are you saying? The only power flesh has is the power you deliver to it. You deliver it in your carnality, in your flesh, the authority of that realm. You start giving, you start saying you're sick, start saying you're defeated, start saying you will not make it, start wondering if you're even, am I even a child of God? Am I even a Christian? You start questioning who you are. The flesh, you give the flesh authority. So the only power the flesh has is the power you deliver to it. You have the ability to speak words of flesh or words of spirit in life. It's all according who you're related to. Who are you related to? If you have trust in the flesh, it will cause a momentary gratification. Let me say it that way. If you lean into the flesh or trust the flesh, it may bring a momentary gratification because it cannot profit the real you. What? It cannot profit the real you. You can have a little gratification, but it doesn't profit you really, the real you. Well, what is the real you? The real you is that thing that gives your flesh thought and movement. The real you. Your spirit. That's what gives you thought and reasoning ability. And the ability to move is that spirit. It's in your spirit that causes the flesh envelope to have life. Your spirit. Because when your spirit is called forth, your body has no, no more power, no more ability. You can't move. You can't stand. You can't talk. You are dead. 
without the spirit. Why can't people understand that now? Just like as the body has motion now and I have to have the spirit. I need the Holy Spirit at that level. I need God's presence with me. Jesus makes it clear. He said, it's the spirit that quickens the flesh, profiteth nothing. But when he speaks, but when Jesus speaks, when his word comes forth, it has a power for it carries with it spirit and life. Creative ability. That's what I want. His word carries, watch this, I'll end with this. His word carries the substance that makes up all of creation. His, wor- his words holds the worlds and the universe in balance at his word. Words of power. Say that back with me, words of power. Then what are you le- leaning into today? Well, we're having a talk. I want you to know there are words that are coming forth to you right now that if you're sick in body, you will be healed. Not you might be healed, but you will be healed. Just like that man that gave us his, his testimony of being healed where the doctors are suspect, they're suspected cancer or infection and he neither had infection nor cancer. Why? Because greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world. God's spirit is far greater than man's spirit. It's recognizable in heaven and in earth and hell has to give way because when Jesus speaks, everything has to surrender. So today, if you're sick, I say you're well. If you're impoverished, I'm, I'm saying you get ready, get ready because God is about to bring a blessing your way. If you're dis- depressed or despondent, hear me. The word that I speak today is spirit and in life. Come out of it. The words of power are coming right through this this apparatus today, right through this method of communication. The word of power, the word of strength, the word of ability, it will transcend and transform everything in your life. Jesus is speaking to you today. Jesus is. Don't be like those that say, I I, I am a Christian and, and you're really not. Be a real Christian. Well, what makes a real Christian, Kathy? Relationship, 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 relationship with Jesus Christ. You have to have relationship. It's one thing to say, I know him. I may know, I may know Kenny back there, Pastor Kenny, but I may know of him and see him and even know how he sounds. But unless I relate to him and have a relationship with him, I don't know his innermost workings. And how can he trust me? How can Pastor Kenny trust me if I have no relationship with him? Jesus trusts us because we have relationship with him. He is, in fact, our elder brother. So I thank you today for listening because I really believe the word of power has come forth. Start seeing a difference in your life. Start finding out, I'm sick, I have pains here. God's taking it away. Why? Because his word is power. It has great authority. It's recognizable power. Power. So call on the name of the Lord today and watch things change. We used to sing a song, Watch God Move. But I appreciate you being with me. You've been such a help to us, praying for us, caring for us, supporting us. Let me remind you, if you can, come out to a service, 1015, Sunday mornings at East West Church. We'd love to see you. And then on Sunday nights, off times, I have Hope at Home on the Facebook channel. We have a Facebook channel called Hope at Home. If you want to be a part of that, you need to sign up for it. 
And here in the near future, I'm going to be dealing with a, a study on healing. You need to go ahead and get involved so that you can be a part of all those things. But I'm going to leave you with this word. Jesus is Lord and he's Lord indeed. Think on that. Jesus is Lord and he's Lord indeed. God bless you. I'll see you next time.